0: Tom Swalbrick on LBC. Ten to six, Friday. Tom Swalbrick show on LBC. And that means one thing. Ladies and gentlemen, we are going to spoil you. Sit back, relax and delight in Simon Marks' American Week. Tom, the stage is set for Joe Biden to announce as early as next week that he will seek re-election to the White House. The Washington Post is reporting that the president will release a video next Tuesday or Wednesday declaring his desire to serve four more years in the Oval Office. He would be 86 by the time his second term ends. He is already the oldest president in U.S. history, and his decision will disappoint a generation of younger Democrats who once again will be forced to shelve their presidential aspirations for now. In Biden's America this week, the big news was made in his home state and announced on the steps of a courthouse in Delaware. Fox and Dominion have reached an historic settlement. Fox has admitted to telling lies about Dominion that caused enormous damage to my company, our employees and the customers that we serve. John Poulos, the chief executive officer of Dominion, the largest manufacturer of voting machines in America, announcing a massive financial settlement of a defamation lawsuit the company brought against Fox News. The most watched news channel in America will pay Dominion more than $780 million over the entirely false claims that Fox spread about voting machines, conspiracy theories that were promulgated by former President Donald Trump. The massive payout was negotiated just hours before a trial was due to get underway, with Fox's owner Rupert Murdoch and its primetime stars on the witness list. There will be more to come, warned Dominion's lawyer Stephen Shackelford.
1: Money is accountability, and we got that today from Fox, but we're not done yet. We've got some other people who have some accountability coming towards them.
0: That's a reference to ongoing litigation against two other right-leaning channels that spread the lies about the voting machines. TV industry analysts suggested this week that with much more limited resources than Murdoch, Newsmax and OAN could be wiped out by the litigation. Notably, Fox did not apologise for lying to the public or even couch the outcome of the lawsuit in those terms. CNN anchor Jake Tapper laughed out loud as he Read the Fox statement on the settlement. I'm sorry, this is going to be difficult to say with a straight face. This settlement
1: reflects Fox's continued commitment to the highest journalistic standards.
0: We are hopeful that our de- sorry, we are hopeful that our decision to resolve the dispute
1: with Dominion amicably instead of the acrimony of a divisive trial allows the country to move forward from these issues.
0: Unquote. While this was a week when there was a reckoning for some of the lies and conspiracy theories that have become common in America's civic discourse, it was not a week when any kind of solution emerged to the plague of gun violence besetting the nation. The last month has been brutal here. Primary school children cut down in a shooting in Nashville, Tennessee. Bank employees murdered by a co-worker in Louisville, Kentucky. But this week has stretched credibility for the number of shootings that have happened and the shameful circumstances in which they've occurred. <laughs> Cries of anguish on the streets of Dadeville, Alabama, after a sweet 16 birthday party was hit by a deadly rampage last weekend. That audio captured by a local television reporter who arrived on the scene as police responded to reports of shots fired. The 16-year-old celebrating her birthday survived, but only because she was sheltered by a cousin who was killed. Trooper Jeremy Burkett is with the Alabama Law Enforcement Agency. There were four lives, not fatalities, lives. There were four lives tragically lost in this incident. And there's been a multitude of injuries. we're gonna continue to work through in a very methodical way to go through this scene, to look at the facts, and ensure that justice is brought to bear for the families. The motive for the attack remains unclear. Six people have now been arrested in connection with that shooting, four of them teenagers facing charges of reckless murder. In the state of New York, there was another totally reckless loss of life. In another shocking incident of gun violence in
1: this country uh, that we're talking about, a <coughs> homeowner in northern New York faces murder charges in another shooting involving a car turning around in his driveway. We identified the, the victim as 20-year-old Kaylin. Gillis. They had been looking for a friend's house. Uh, They had gone to the scene in error. And unfortunately, they drove up this driveway.
0: Washington County Sheriff Jeffrey Murphy there with the news that 20-year-old Kaylin Gillis was killed simply because she drove up the wrong man's drive, encountering a homeowner with a reputation for being hot-tempered and a gun. Her bereaved father, Andrew. Kalen's two younger sisters... Lily and Maddie are going to have to grow up without their older sister. My wife, Angel, is going to have to go through the rest of her life her baby girl. The suspect in that attack, a 65-year-old who fired two shots at the car from his front door and then refused to cooperate with police who tried to question him. There's more. In Austin, Texas, two cheerleaders were shot and injured this week simply because they mistook someone else's car in a supermarket car park for their own. One of them, Heather Roth, explained what happened at a prayer vigil for her friend who was seriously wounded.
1: I was trying to apologize and then he, he just threw his hands up and then he pulled out a gun and then he just started shooting at all of us.
0: A 25-year-old is now in custody, accused of deadly conduct with a firearm. Again, it took place in a supermarket parking lot. Meanwhile, in Kansas City, Missouri, a black 16-year-old sent to collect his siblings from a friend's house knocked on the wrong door. Ralph Yarl was shot in the head and the arm, but to the amazement of surgeons survived. His assailant, an 84-year-old homeowner, described by his own family members as a racist conspiracy conspiracy theorist ralph yarl's fellow students walked out of their classrooms this week to protest in favor of tougher gun control president biden this week expressed shock and anguish over the various attacks but has essentially thrown up his hands over the last month and conceded that without congressional support nothing more can be done to tighten america's gun laws as he prepares to announce his re-election bid let me leave you this week with the words of ralph yarl's aunt Faith. Spoonmore, in this video about her nephew's shooting that she released on social media.
1: A man opened up the door, looked him in the eye, and said, Don't ever come back here, as he shot him in the head. My nephew fell down, and the man shot him again. He was able to get up, he ran to three houses before one of the neighbors said, put your hands up and lay on the ground. You hear these stories about racism in America and you think, wow, how sad is that? But then you have this little bit of hope because you feel like you're so far away and it would never happen to your family. It would never happen to you. But God, the people in this country are sick. I cannot believe this is the country
0: that we live in. Tom, there really isn't very much more to be said. From Washington, D.C., Simon Marks, American Week.